0: you got to be the parent, but also let your kids know that you're confident, you're a friend, and they could always come to you. And that that circle of trust is this balance between, you know, fear and love. But ultimately, it's, it's love and feeling that it's a safe space. And I've seen that. And it's been amazing.
1: When it comes to building a business empire online while intentionally cultivating a thriving life at home with kids, well, there is no roadmap. It's not easy. But the great news is we're not alone. We live in a crazy world that is truly unlike any other time in our history. And if you're like me, you've got an impact of your own to make, but you're not willing to sacrifice your relationship with those that you love in order to get it. My name is Stephanie Dove Blake, and this is the Powerful Parenting Journey podcast, where we'll journey together to learn what it means to be a truly powerful parent. Let's go. Welcome back, Powerful Parents. Buckle up, because today we have an absolutely unforgettable guest and one of my favorite humans joining us on the show. It's the one, the only, Mr. Dave Linenbaum. Dave is not your everyday entrepreneur, guys. He's been an entrepreneur, a mentor, a teacher, a rapper. Yes, you heard that right, a rapper. And above all, a life enthusiast who believes in living every day to its fullest with his beautiful wife, Roni, and their three beautiful girls. From starting his own seven-figure kombucha company, to the Funnel Hacking Live stage multiple times, to helping others make funnel optimizations that literally 10x their profits, Dave's a whirlwind of energy, creativity, and ideas that is trusted by the best in our industry. He's got humor and wit for days, and a heart as big as his ambitions. Dave and I are similarly cut from some of the same cloth, and because of that, we share some similar struggles in the parenting realm. And maybe if you're a hyper-creative, ADHD-like entrepreneur yourself, then you might relate as we dive in together. Dave has been a steady friend to me in this world of digital marketing, and I'm so very honored to be able to share his genius with you. I believe that in this episode, Dave and I talk about the one of the most important things that every single parent must tune into with their children. Do not miss this episode. So get ready to be inspired, entertained, and most importantly, learn from what Dave has found was working for him as an out-of-the-box entrepreneur in his parenting journey. Dave, welcome! I'm so glad you're here.
0: Wow! Well, it's great to be here.
1: I wanted to have you on the podcast specifically because I feel like you are someone who tries to live life very in a very real way. Like um, I love that you find laughter in a lot of things. You make other people laugh. Uh, you're not scared to be who you are, and you always seem to be striving to make a, a good difference in the world. But you also have that awesome, like entrepreneurial cunning cunning side of yourself where you do bring all that powerful wisdom and knowledge about um, all things business. And so I know because of everything you put out there in the world on the business side, and what I've seen that you and Ronnie both do for your girls on your family side, I know that everything you put into business, I know you're putting that into your family as well. And so I wanted to just have conversations with you about that because I think you're an awesome girl dad. So start out by telling us um, how old are your girls?
0: Yeah, so Emma is going to be seven, um, pretty much next month, and then we have Libby, who's going to be five um, in like two months, um, and our newest addition is Ellie at four months. Oh my god! So three girls, and um, yes, Roni and I are, are definitely blessed. Um, if you were to tell me we we're you know chatting offline about like your future self, so if my future self told me um, you know, 10 years ago that I'd have children, let alone three of them, let alone three girls. I would, uh, I would assume that that person found the different previous self. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I think you want to find something. I don't think you're my future self. There's like somebody else here. Um, and so it's, it's, it's amazing. And, um, it's the best thing ever I've learned and grown more through that experience than in business. I always thought business was the, was the, strongest self-development, personal development tool. And um, I think having kids are. Mm, So, yeah.
1: That's powerful. I always say the three things that grow you the most as a human is, you know, marriage, uh, children, and business. And with children, it uh, pulls out of us a love that I don't think that we can possibly comprehend until you're a parent. And because of that love, we recognize and realize that we have to sacrifice um, mm-hmm. so comfort or this or that in order to be able to act on the love that we have for this little human that we've created, and we want the best for them so much so. And so, because of that, we have to learn how to be sacrificial. And I think that's kind of the highest calling of love, right? Is that sacrificial type of love where you put the needs of others before yourself, right? And so tell, tell me a little bit about like, why was it such a thing? Like, did you, had you just decided or thought, man, I'm just never going to have kids. That's just not something I want. Or, or what was your thought process then versus now?
0: Yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So what I, what I've realized is there's a, it's not the same. There's a distinction between, I, I never actively not wanted kids, um, or not wanted if we go one step back, you know, not wanted to, to get married, but I never Act, there was a m- big chunk of my life where i wasn't actively wanting it does that make sense oh yeah so there're two separate things like there's there is and, and in many regards say, actively saying i don't or i do is more powerful than just status quo and you know we know this as entrepreneurs many people go through life with you know not in the driver's seat i guess Um, and not realizing that if you're not driving the car, then who is driving the car because the car is moving one way or another, like time's going to go by regardless. (laughs) Yeah. And so because I wasn't actively choosing to do something, I was passively choosing to to not do something, I guess. That's probably the way I, I saw it. And so, um, getting married was obviously the first thing. So once that happened, um, my, my, my lovely wife kind of, um, You know, help me along with with (laughs) with those decisions, and um, and then I was probably more excited, or just as excited, to have more children now after after Libby for sure. After a second, Um, and every and every every one has been very different. And I will say this: I don't do well, let's say, or instinctually well, the first year of creation. And I was so hard on myself, thinking that something was wrong with me um, until I had a, a, a conversation with a, with a friend of mine who had children, you know, a little bit earlier in life. And cause you know, when when, when you have kids, like most people are just telling you like, Oh, it's amazing. You're going to love it. They don't kind of tell you like the sacrifice, as you were saying side of things. Right. And, um, the person was like, you know, listen, like I'm not saying this is going to happen to you, but it happened to me. So I just want to let you know, cause no one told me this, but, when that baby came into the world, you know, you see in the movies and my wife, it was like love at first sight, but to me, it wasn't. And it, I struggled, man. It was, it was so hard for me to comprehend the sacrifice that I freaked out a little bit. And then started thinking something was, was wrong with me. And it's funny in the entrepreneur space, right? We have this thing is like, you know, you feel something's wrong with you because you're maybe prefer learning something new than going out and partying. Or you're obsessed with increasing a conversion rate on, on an add to cart button or something, right? Like the same thing. It's the same idea. Obviously, though, the stakes are even higher because, you know it's it's a human life versus just your, your baby, like your, you know, your business is your baby. And I'm so glad because I don't think it was a switch, but it's this whole thing of like, you know, we were just talking about, you know, this, this gap or the gain thing where it's, then you look back and you're like, oh wow, I actually am a, a different person. And, you know, now, oh gosh, like you catch yourself in just moments of looking at your children and you're like, either you know, how did I get so lucky? Or I can't even imagine, like, I can't, can't even imagine life before them there or like, it's this weird, almost fleeting thing. Yeah. Like it doesn't even seem like you're, that was you anymore. Almost like a completely different lifetime. Um, But yeah, it took, it took a, it took a while. It was definitely a, a on, on the spectrum. Whereas my wife, you know, that was that instant, instant thing. Oh yeah. And also someone told me too, which gave me a little bit, maybe it was the same person Uh, that like logically and bio- biologically that, you know, the, the mom has like a 9 month head start of knowing the child and being being with with um you know with um nurturing and nourishing the child but i really thought that there was something com- like like i was incapable of of love or this sacrificing it was really messed with me for quite a while um and the only person i had to compare it by was 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 ronnie was was my wife who was the complete opposite which was like a light switch went on and uh, Rooney's heart was is already big before children. And so it just infinitely grew in a d- different realm. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I think, you know, for me, that was the first thing of like accepting that there wasn't anything wrong and um, try to share that information with as many new dads as I can. Uh, but, but by also prefacing, like not saying this is going to happen, but you know, I can share my, my experience. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, for one, Thank you so much for sharing that because I think that's going to help anybody else that out there who's listening that maybe felt the same way. But, and then the second thing is, uh, by the way that I see you interact with your girls, I would have never imagined that you dealt with that. And so I feel like that's so neat for me to see that you had that initially, kind of just that struggle at the beginning. But, oh my gosh. I mean, you literally look almost physically melt whenever you're around your girls. Um, And then the way I see you interacting with them online a lot more so than I get to see you in person. But uh, it's just a a really beautiful thing. And so it's so neat to see that transition that has happened for you. Um, So what has it been like for you now? You've got three beautiful girls. And you guys, you, I don't know, people don't know this necessarily, but you're coming all the way from Israel to the, right now on, on this podcast. You are in Israel. It's what time? I mean, it's 9 a.m. my time, but what time is it there?
0: Yeah, it's uh, 5.30 p.m. Uh, here.
1: 5.30 p.m. Yeah. And you moved your entire family over to Israel. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about that and what that's been like as far as balancing or we've been talking a lot about on the podcast uh with my interview with Jamie Cross and Russell Brunson about uh the lack of work life balance and is mm. that even a thing and right? Um, but like, you know, with moving and running, I mean, you have multiple businesses and, you know, you coach inside of Russell's programs and you have a beautiful family. And then you, you guys just upheaved and like went all the way to Israel. Can you talk to us about that?
0: Yeah. So we are obsessed with hummus and shawarma. Now, <laughs> can you imagine that's the reason why? <laughs> so there's a really, I mean, there, there, they're, hey, yeah. so my wife is from Israel. So there was, um you know, it, w- it wasn't just like we closed our eyes and threw, dart on a map. Um, but, but yeah, you know, it's, you know, I'm, I'm from New York. My family's in New York. Roni is from Israel and it's kind of, it's, it's so interesting. And this is, this leads to a bigger theme of like, uh, you have such a different view and a different appreciation of your own parents when you become a parent, at least for myself, at least for, for, for Roni when, when we talk about it. But I literally moved across America <laughs> from my family and I love my family, but I had this, you know, kind of free spirit. And Roni left her country after she got out of the the army to explore um, America. We met in, in Los Angeles, and things change when you have when you have children. So our first child, Emma, was born in in Los Angeles in in Culver City in um, a small apartment. Uh, and then when our second child, Libby, was born, that apartment got a little little much. But as human beings. You get comfortable, even entrepreneurs that aren't supposed to get you know the status quo and we change but like even even the best entrepreneurs get comfortable, especially in the, with um with family and stuff like that and so it took a pandemic <laughs> to finally realize like it took us having to be in, in that apartment <laughs> with two kids a like you know a baby and a and a, and a two year old to realize okay, we got to get out of here, and we started to really value family, not just the support of like, you know, grandma watching the kids, but just this idea of family. Like you have your own family and then you start to appreciate your parents and your siblings and in proximity to them. And, um, we, we decided to, to go to Israel. Originally it was going to be for a few months and then things got quarantined. And so a few months turned into six months and then we had to get our kids in school. And then, and so one thing led to another, and while this was going on, I think um, in terms of work, so to answer your question with work-life balance, we, it's, it's a weird thing. So, like, because we had to also work with just balance within personal balance of moving. So, we were living in Los Angeles, and we moved to Palm Springs for a few months, and then moved to Israel. And in Israel, because we weren't sure if we were going to uh, stay, we were bouncing around like every two months we were moving to another like Airbnb to another apartment. And, um, it, it was madness. Uh, and so work just became like another thing to the puzzle. So in, in one way, it seems that anybody listening, that seems like harder, like more challenging, but if you're already kind of got used to this idea of like being adaptable and flexible, it almost made it easy. Is not the right word, but, um, just part of the of the, of the puzzle you know yeah. yeah yeah and i i will say everything has consequences uh, and a trade off and so here in israel the one end is a challenge because because of the time zones right and because some of my businesses require a live communication so you know if i'm doing live consulting in in a russell's group um if i'm doing meetings for my own businesses that's challenging because you know it's it, we're 9 hours 10 hours ahead in some parts of the of the states and both myself and my wife are very emotional people and what i found that works the best is for us to keep the emotion but pointed towards empathy <laughs> and then solve problems logically without having as much emotion to it so what happened was i would just Because this, then it means that, and vice versa. We would have the same thing. And when we started realizing, it's like, okay, what's the best way to do this? Let's figure this out together. And it took like three or four iterations of my schedule, um, which is basically stack, stack two nights a week where I work pretty late to like eleven thirty at night. But all of my calls, all of my coaching, all of my all of those things for the states are then, and then this way. Um, the other times I leave work at like four o'clock, three thirty. get to pick my girls up from school, get to do activities. Um, and for those two nights, um, my mother-in-law helps out. And for the nights that are really, really challenging, um, you know, for, for my wife with, with, with three, with three, uh, bubbas at home, I don't start my day, you know, as early for, for, for the next day. So it's this idea of, um, planning and scheduling and figuring, keep, you know, just like conversion rate optimization. By the way, I, I, did, I did figure something out that's helped me a ton. That is the same ways that I've been able to be successful in, in business, which are not the same ways that my wife is able to be successful in, in certain things. So she's, she's um, more of a, of a closed looper. She's just more responsible and she, she's able to just think like, to remember things, even with mama brain, just like, you know, she's a, a J, in a, you know, in like a, a Myers-Briggs.
1: I'm so jealous. I wish I had any, j. <laughs> yeah, At well, Miatur, during the open for yes. P's. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. And, and uh-huh. When I've
0: seen you do this because people will think because you have systems down, but my my gut would tell me, Stephanie, you have it down because you have systems because by default you can't. So like I have my, like Rony will give me, a, you know, not give me a hard time, but she'll be like, what? you're writing down everything. I'm like, wait, I need to get this in the calendar. I need to, because if I don't have something like this or a calendar to run, literally run my life, my default is, goes to zero. Like I, I need these things. Whereas Roni, because her natural tendency is to be, let's say more responsible or more aware of time boundaries and commitments. She doesn't need that as much because just, she came out of the womb like that, (laughs) let's say, right? Like, um, and so when I started doing that in my businesses, goals and stuff like that, I started doing that with goals for my family and like being home and doing this and, um, you know, much sure we're gonna we'll we'll go there. I mean I one time um Roni called you know uh she saw that in my calendar it said call Roni every day at a certain day, like a check-in, like an alarm went off to 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 give her a call. Um and we had a conversation about that because she's like, you know, like if you know, like why do you need a reminder to call me? And oh. does that make sense? And and but and yeah, the way I explained yeah. it is these are my glasses. So, like, imagine somebody who doesn't have 20/20 20, 20 vision, getting, you know, asking them, like, if he had the ability to wear glasses to help him see, wouldn't you want him to wear those glasses? And it was the way it was the way you explained those things. And so we approached that because um, the same way with with parenting and and things like that. It's a, it's 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 a little bit more more because it's a shift because there's now another dynamic. It's not just a relationship between one and two. It's a relationship between one, two, three, four, and five, right? And really, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight nine, because every dynamic, right? We totally get into that, right? Like, the way you are with one child is different than the way you are with another, which is different with the way when you are with both of them and and and, and like that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so it's the same reason why I'll I'll see her doing something, let's say, and I'll be like, wait a second, you said I, I, I shouldn't do it like that, but the data speaks for itself. Like, my kids get less hurt when they're with my wife, even if they're doing riskier things with my wife for some reason, because she just has eyes everywhere. Like, she's just so good. And even though it looks like she's not looking at them, she's still looking at them. Like, she just has these superpowers. And I used to be upset because I would compare it apples to apples. Like, wait, like the very, like, and I, and then all of a sudden my attention was focused on that than my kids. <laughs> and I just came to realize wait a second. Everybody, you know, needs glasses, uh, their version of glasses. And, and we all are different, not, just, not so much different styles of parenting, though I'm sure we have that too, but different, as you were saying, different styles of people that are yes. parents.
1: Hey, Powerful Parents, Stephanie here. I hope you're enjoying the show so far. Did you know that statistics show that 88% of Americans say they eat dinner with their family every night or a few times a week? I think that's a pretty awesome stat. But if you're anything like me and you're an entrepreneur, then after a day filled of putting out fires and maybe various events, testing your patients, sometimes it's hard to think of questions that can help you really connect with your kids beyond the standard, how was your day? When my kids were just littles, I put together a list of questions to solve this problem and to help us have something to connect with over dinner time. And now I would love to share my curated dinner questions with you. This is good for littles and for bigs. There's lots of different varying questions in there. And these questions are going to help to ensure that the conversation is not just lively, but will bring you closer to your children while you enjoy a delicious meal together. As a listener of this podcast, you can get access to these questions at www.powerfulparentingtribe.com. Once you're there, make sure to type in your best email, and I'll have my team shoot over the questions for you. Once you get the questions, I encourage you to make this a family affair, print them out, have your kids help you cut them out. We even grabbed a mason jar and my kids decorated it. And that's where we put all of our questions and that same Mason jar still sits on or near our dinner table to this day We've been using these questions for close to eight years now And I've really enjoyed the fun conversation and connection that's come from them I hope your family enjoys them as much as mine have again. That's www.powerfulparentingtribe.com Now back to the show that actually leads me right over to something that I feel like is super important. And I want to make sure we talk about because, and, and I think Dave, I'm going to have to like beg you to like have a deeper conversation with you. Cause I know we're running out of time today, but here's the thing. I believe that each one of us, you know, the kids that we've, we've been given that we have, it's very intentional. I think that we're the parents for the job. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that our personality, uh, whether we feel like it measures up to the status quo or what we wish it was or what we wish it wasn't, whether that's based on our own ideals or maybe ideals that we got because um, our parents were a certain way. So we're like, I'm never going to be like that. Or I am totally going to be like that. We're trying to be all these different things. But I think the magic of parenting is knowing yourself, because if you know yourself, I believe that's the goodness that you have to give to your kids. So if you're trying to be something else for your children and trying to make yourself into something else, I mean, apart from like trying to, you know, adjust things so you can keep them safe, obviously that's like a no brainer, but like the magic sauce that is me, the magic sauce that is Dave, that is Roni, like that is what our children need from us. And, and so I, and, but how do you even know? You know, I, I think as entrepreneurs, we we grow and we we get we become better humans because business does that to us, just like marriage and children. And so, part of that optimization in business is knowing yourself. And um, I know that you and I are both geeks about personality tests. I know, I think every single Enneagram, uh, Myers Briggs, DISC, Colby, like you name it. I've done the personality test. I think you're the same, and we've geeked out about this because I think you and I are similar in the way of wanting to hack or optimize our lives so that we can be better, so that we can serve bigger, so we can reach our goals and make a bigger impact. And um, you right now are on an endeavor that you're literally have to get off this podcast because you guys are launching this incredible program. I am so excited about it. I'm already on there um, on understand.me and um, David Lindenbaum, uh and I believe Russell's in cahoots and, and Mandy are all coming together to bring this incredible tool to the world uh, that all comes around helping us know each other better. And so it's not just about business. It's about knowing yourself so you can understand what creative energy do you have to give to your children how can you show up better at home and so anyway uh Dave I just wanted to talk, to talk we literally only just have a couple minutes but I wanted you to talk about that so if someone's listening right now they can find out more about themselves and how to use utilize, utilize this awesome thing that you guys are launching today
0: yeah well, yeah well thank you yeah we definitely need to do another another uh, round of this because I am so enjoying this 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 conversation and it's something that um I just want to I know we don't have a lot, a lot of time. I'd like to use though some of that time to acknowledge you because this is this this whole topic of 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 powerful parenting and and you know, subtopics of, of screen timing and security and and it's one of these things where it's so easy to just push it aside and just kick the can. Like if we do not have this. Call, right? Knowing that we were gonna have this call, I brought it up to to my wife and it sparked a conversation about screen time and about um I just gotta give a shout out to my wife. She's amazing. She mentioned that her most important parenting tip is um, no, let yes, you gotta be the parent, but also let your kids know that you're a confident, you're a friend, and they could always come to you and that, that circle of trust is this balance between, you know, fear and love, but ultimately it's it's love. And Um, and feeling that it's a safe space. And I've seen that and it's been amazing. Um, And at the same time, life is busy (laughs) and things just get filled up. And so I'm so enjoying this conversation because if we did not schedule it and have it, it's probably would not have happened. And, and now that it's in, in my, in my mind. So I'm just applauding you for, for, for doing this. Um, and anyone listening, I'm applauding you for making this a priority and that will pay way more dividends in business. Yet we need this constant reminder, uh, of being top of funnels, you know, if you will top of mind (laughs) and, and, and really, um, knowing, and that could just be partly my personality because I'm like, Ooh, you know, shiny gold object. What about this? What about that? What about this? And, and, um, I used to think again, something was wrong with me and it turns out that there's nothing wrong with me. I'm just a certain, um, personality, um, according to these assessments. And, um, yeah, if you go to understand.me, there are so many resources to all these assessments, um, that you could then, you know, we call ourselves like the LinkedIn of, of personalities, um, where you could then build your own profile, the, to kind of display it and to have it on hand. And it's such a great conversation starter to have with, one, your, your, your significant other, so you could compare each other's uh, assessments and personalities, but you could also do it with your children. Um, you know, the lo- love languages has a child's version of, of love languages. Um, and you'll see that, you know, one of your kids might prefer to be touched where the other one is more of like a little squirmish and they just want, you know, you to just kind of observe them and just watch them or b- words of affirmation, um, buying gifts and, and, and making gifts. And so it's, uh, it's really a great tool, uh, for yourself personally, but then also for, you know, for everybody else in your world. And, you know, usually that world starts with your, your family, you know, your, your, uh, your significant other, your, your, your spouse and and your children. Um, and so I'm just, you know, the same things that what I've noticed, the same things that I, I flourish with, let's say in, in business and flourish. My method this is strategies of like writing down goals and, and literally like mark blocking time and, but also um, insecurities as well. So, you know, your introduction was so, so nice, but I have massive imposter syndrome in, in, in business. And when you said like, you know, I've seen you, you're a great dad. Like you spend all this time with your kids and the, and, and, when other people say this, and I reflect back, um yeah, I think you're right, but I have master imposter syndrome of being a great dad as well, and I think the ultimate thing, so if I could offer a tip, especially entrepreneurs, but this could be for everybody, but especially entrepreneurs, we tend to be high achievers, we tend to be hard on ourselves, in fact, the hardest on ourselves, and this is why you know usually in my team, I don't expect anybody to do something that I either haven't done myself or wouldn't be willing to do myself and That is a double edged sword because it gets us, you know, probably a lot of success, especially early on in in our businesses, but you never get to reap what you sowed and enjoy it and celebrate it. And so, just like in business, it's important to celebrate the wins. You know, a lot of I I look, reflect in the last 20 years and like I never celebrated hitting a certain money mark or a certain um, milestone or uh, building a business from like and. Even more so, it's like, and like on the weekends now, I literally say, celebrate, like celebrate your, like what better accomplishment than living, a living, breathing accomplishment. And, um, and so, you know, don't forget to celebrate those wins as well. Um, that's, that's been the most, that and also not taking my laptop home uh, from work uh, to work. Um yeah, and, and, oh my gosh. And so we could leave that off uh, for the next time when we actually talk about screens. So I was really excited. I actually wanted to pick your brain on some of that stuff because um, you know, the laptop stays in the office, but the, you know, this thing comes home with us and um, you know, obviously kids pick up on what you do. And so Ronnie and I have been trying to lead by example with that. And sometimes we have success, sometimes we don't, but it goes back to giving yourselves grace and celebrating, you know, th- those wins. So Stephanie, this has been So awesome. And thank you for putting a spotlight on this because it's, there's really nothing else that's as important, even though sometimes if you look back on your week or your months or the years, it might not show that. Um, And so,
1: yeah. Well, I I think that Parenting is definitely the job that we have that is not as instant gratification as it is in business, right? In business, we can see these KPIs that we're hitting and all of this stuff, but whenever we're doing parenting and we're loving on our kids and we're doing the day in and day out and the, the 1 millionth bedtime, you know, squander of like, I need water. I want another book. Oh man, that's
0: literally last night. Yeah, yeah, Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, all of that, like sometimes it can feel like it's like this job that we're enduring and we're, we're doing the thing and it feels kind of thankless sometimes, but me, you know, having kids that are now, my oldest is 20, I have a 17 year old, a 14 and a nine. And, um, I know that in those seasons, when we're doing those things that can feel that way, um, it is, you're literally forming and building and, and bonding and, and building this character inside of your child by showing up. And sometimes they don't even remember. Like there are things I was talking to my like 17 and 20 year old about that I was like, for sure, they're going to remember this because I, this was so much effort on my part. And I, I did all this and we worked through this and it was so monumental, but they were just, they were just too little. They don't even remember. And part of me wants to shrink back and go, oh my gosh, like, dang, I, I did all that. And like, they don't even remember, but who they are right now is evidence of the work that I put in, even though they can't remember. Like the yeah. moments where we press through, yeah. the moments where we do that extra bedtime or that extra cuddle, it forms and gives security that helps them have who they are and form their identity for tomorrow. And so it's like every day we're putting in these deposits into our beautiful humans. And sometimes they're not going to remember. And it feels like a thankless job. But like you said, to give yourself grace in the moments where we fall short, because it's not about being a perfect parent, it's just about how can we be powerful in the moment? How can we have. Quantity and I'm sorry, quality of time with our children, um, even whenever we can't necessarily offer that quantity. Right. So, okay, but Dave has to go. And um, you heard it here. I'm like, I'm going to like corner Dave off and maybe have a part two. We're going to talk about screens also, too. Dave and I have something in common that, um, maybe someone listening might have in common where you've lost a parent already. And, um, I want to talk about how that impacts how we parent and how we view life. And I think that's very powerful too. So there's going to be a part two. So if you're listening, come and, uh, look for part two with Dave Linenbaum, because you're not going to want to miss it and go check out understand.me Dave, thank you so much for being on. I appreciate you so proud to have you on the podcast and we'll see you in part two.
0: What a pleasure, Stephanie. Thank you for having me on.
1: I truly hope you enjoyed our episode today on the Powerful Parenting Journey podcast. Make sure to hit follow and subscribe so that you don't miss out on any upcoming episodes. You're not going to want to miss a thing, I promise. If you were impacted by this episode, do me a favor and leave a review with a comment. I read every one of them and I also pass them along to our guests. If this episode made you think of someone, go ahead, take a screenshot and share this episode with them or post it on your social media to share with friends. You can catch the show notes for this episode and any mentioned links at PowerfulParenting.com forward slash podcast. If you want to see more behind the scenes with me and my guests, be sure to find me on Instagram or Facebook. It's where we can have deeper conversations on these podcasts. Take care. And remember, it's not about being a perfect parent. It's about taking each day and working on showing up powerfully for our kids they deserve it. And you are the parent for the job. See you on the next episode.